like totally last episode on the Fantastic Worlds podcast. You start to see tracks. They're of human size, but they're oddly misshapen. And they kind of mar what would otherwise be an unblemished trail through the trees. There's more skeletons around here. Damn it. I am going to wolf it up. I'm taking a big two-handed swing at this motherfucker. Because I'm very upset. And the skeleton explodes. You have killed all the skeletons. You continue to make your way deeper into the border woods. You slowly make it to the top of another ridge, and the rocks and the snow are stained with reddish-brown. Many tracks, both animal and human, cross this area. Looking around, you see what appears to be a glove sticking up out of the snow. Barrel of the gun, she's gonna, like, poke it. That hand is definitely attached to something bigger. He also mentions laying tons of bear traps down in the Salmir Valley. And then he even says something about finding a hut with a creepy doll inside. Hey there, world travelers. I am tickled pink at the responses we've been getting on iTunes, Instagram, and Twitter. Please keep it coming. It definitely makes our day, and we love hearing from all of you. Or as Pippa would say, y'all. All of us have been having a blast recording the episodes. What makes it especially fun, other than adventuring with my favorite group of gal pals, is knowing you listeners get to join us, so to speak, as we gallivant all across Galarian. Hopefully you've had an opportunity to jump on fantasticworldspod.com and jam with us as well. This is because each of us has created a Spotify playlist lovingly crafted with our beloved characters in mind. If you haven't checked them out yet, I invite you to mosey on over. If we left out any sweet tunage, feel free to drop us some recommendations on Twitter, Instagram, or what have you. Uh, We'd love to hear from you. Now on to the main event. Episode numero 10, a.k.a. 10, Evil Trees and Strange Fluids. It is October, and of course that means we are quickly arriving to one of my favorite times of the year, Halloween. (laughs) Great laugh. Just stellar. If I was a tiny child trying to walk up a sidewalk, I would pee my pants and run the other way. I don't think for the reason he... Probably not for the reason he was going for, no, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you totally remind me of freaking uh, Dr. Claw petting his like, that weird cat. That's all you see him doing is pet the cat. Oh, it's smashing the console. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Oh, Dr. Claw. That poor man thwarted by a child every week. A t- child and her dog. Oh, there you go. Brain. That's right. Yes. But since it's still a few weeks away, I thought I would focus on what creeps you all out, both you as individuals and characters. Abby, what's the thing that creepifies you the most? Spiders. Spiders? Oh, and getting swallowed by a whale. That is actually one of my deepest, darkest, most nonsensical fears. But I think I saw Pinocchio too young. And uh, it really has stuck with me. I now... Uh, I went uh, I went to Hawaii with my family a few summers ago, and we did like this snorkeling trip at this this cove that's actually out to sea. And so there's kind of like a dead drop off after the coral reef ends. And I was just terrified of a whale coming by and swallowing <laughs> me. So that's me. <laughs> she was so that. quick with it, too. I'm laughing at you and knowing that when I am asked this question, it's going to be way worse. So yeah, I look forward to it. What do you think Pippa is afraid of there, Abigail? Being trapped in a world where every item of clothing is bright, burnt orange. Oh, God, that's horrible. Yes. I also would imagine that she's also not a huge fan of spiders, especially since she's smaller. So I'm wondering if they look larger (laughs) to her. Just for your knowledge, I look fantastic in orange. (laughs) Does anyone? I don't believe you. I wear a lot of orange. I don't know if I look good in it, but I wear it a lot. (laughs) Wear it sometime and we'll see if you pull it off. And Mm -hmm. I will be the arbiter of whether or not that is true. (laughs) What about you, Jess? What creepifies you? Very little. Peeling off nails 
Ooh, ugh. Yeah, there's that thing in the movie where it's just like, ugh, God. <laughs> uh, I want to unhear yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and your throat opens to allow all the vomit to come out. That's what- <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Exactly that. What about Manette? What do you think Manette is afraid of? I think Manette is afraid of being caged, just completely losing her freedom. I think that's a, a fear of mine as well, but, you know. Despite all your rage, you're still just a rat in a cage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I need to add that to my playlist. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that is already on my playlist. Oh, good. <laughs> what about you, Kay? This is that question that I feel like they ask you in the beginning of every language class ever, where they're like, tell us something like interesting about yourself what are you guys afraid of blah 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 and i swear to god every time this question comes up i'm filled with immediate dread because i tell people and then they laugh but it's scary for me i am never greeted with anything other than wait really or laughter let's have it what is it (sighs) okay so i'm really afraid of sheep huh why (laughs) okay so i had a really traumatic experience as a child where they tried to eat my clothing off of me. Aww. And I was small That's and impressionable so and scared. No wonder you're afraid of sheep. They have really creepy eyes and their True. little pupils look like little gateways to hell. They're like little doors <laughs> of Satan. I just hate I them love that so much. When we go to the zoo, the first thing that you see is a mountain goat on a rock, and I literally will give it the whitest birth possible, and everyone is like, you're so fucking weird, there's a moat around it, and I'm like, I don't care, I'm convinced he can fly. It's a thing. <laughs> hey, that's a reasonable fear, you have a reason for it. <laughs> oh, it's true. That's, mine is way more unreasonable. Those are like sheep and goats. Yeah, it is sheep and goats. It is both of them. I don't know. I think it's because they both have the creepy eyes and I can't separate it. And now we're going to see Odessa-inspired sheep fan art. Oh, oh, please don't. Those, those are some sick-ass fans. <laughs> <laughs> I had an ex who was deeply afraid of deer. So whenever we went camping, okay. I would have to walk in front of her and stomp my feet really loud to scare the deer away. So if you ever need a feet stomper, I'm your man. All right, love it. What about Odessa? I don't know necessarily if she's scared of it, but I think she avidly would like it never to come up or happen. But I think she just likes very much to not deal with her feelings. And I don't know if that's a fear, but it's a very big dislike because I think the end of it is she's afraid of other people like getting to know her too well, having any any control over her or any way to like blackmail her. I think she's just really scared of letting anybody get too close because she's been through a lot and she's kind of damaged and weird. And probably crocodiles. Yeah, actually, I could see that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if frayed or just like vengeful. <laughs> I'll have to think on that. What about you there, Angel? What are, what are, what creepifies you? Are we talking about like creep, like creep out or like fear, like full on fear? I, I think it, it kind of, it's kind of a blurred line between the two. I have really bad shark phobia. Yes, so makes sense to me. I think I was, <laughs> was I 20? I think it was, I could do swimming pools at 20, but it, it was really hard. I had to kind of work up to it and even still... My body reacts like there's danger. So even if I know, hey, it's a swimming pool, like my heart will race. And I remember when I was a little kid, I thought it would come up from the, like the sharks would come up from the tubing under the bathtub. Oh, so uh, it's been oh my uh, since I was a child. And even now, like lakes, rivers, um, like I push myself to do it. Like I try to go rafting, but yeah, I can't, I can't stop my body from reacting like really bad. Like one time I actually blacked out in marine world we went through like the shark tunnel thing even though i told my parents and my sister i didn't want to go they made me i think it was 12. Uh, i don't remember this this is just by their recollect you know them telling me apparently i like ran through the tunnel at full speed like pushing old ladies out of the way (laughs) um yeah like just screaming and going through the shark tunnel so yeah sharks for sure that's logical though because they could fucking eat you Mm mm-hmm I, I kept asking my mom, I was like, this is just so random. Like, did anything happen? So for years, she said no. And then one time, I think I'd asked her again. She's like, oh, you know, I do remember when you were little, we were in Mexico. And one of your uncles, I must have been like young. Very um, young. Very young. Dangled me over the side of the boat. <gasps> like, we're going to feed you to the sharks. 
And I'm like, oh, oh mom, do you think um, oh my God. maybe that was it? <laughs> that Just was a guess. It. I don't know. Yo, that shit sticks with you. My sister tied me to a chair one time and, and duct taped my mouth shut and then pushed oh. me into a dark bathroom on a rolling chair. And I was in there for like several hours trying to get myself out. Oh, my out. God. So now I'm super claustrophobic because of her. So, yeah, I didn't know. I must have been. I don't know if I was still in my diapers and that shit just sticks with you. But, uh, yes, for sure, sharks. And, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. Wow, okay. that's some so dark my stuff. My uncle just used to put me up on the roof and leave me there. Oh my Ugh. god! <laughs> the trauma, or I'm like, what traumatized you as a child? <laughs> yeah, okay, a different story. Uh, so, and then I think, of Abby, what, what do you got? I know, right? <laughs> what was your most traumatizing childhood <clears throat> event? <laughs> oh, Abraxas. Um, I think for Abraxas, of its creep factor, then definitely like Iris in Boogeyman stories. So, like. With the hut, you know, for sure, that's going to give them some, you know, the Wiggins. But as far as fear, full on, like, just, I think, going, like, full feral, like, losing control and, like, just, you know, tearing into people. <laughs> okay. Being a savage beast. So, let's see. I got a, I got a giant whale, sheep, <laughs> ram, tight spaces, and spiders, and whales. Okay. I got a good list going. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Oh, oh you're no. Like, you're the GM. We're not supposed to tell you this shit. You cheated. <laughs> cheated. I should have gone with something really generic. Like, I'm scared of the dark. You know what? I'm not yeah. scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as there isn't an actual whale, I think Anything I'm fine. normal. Like, I'm not scared of spiders. I'm not scared of heights. I'm not mm. scared of the dark. It's sheep. <laughs> well, well, thank you all for sharing that information. And I'm hey, no, hey, 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 buddy. Excuse. Yeah, what's about Dustin, the GM? What? Quid on. pro quo. <laughs> Nothing creeps me out, I swear. No. Uh, Game dad. I, I would say the thing that creeps me out is horror movies when somebody like takes an axe to the chest oh, or like God. somebody slits their neck. That just, oh, I can feel my chest just like get all, ugh. Like I just, I cannot stand that feeling. I like seeing that happen in a movie. It just, it just, like any movie where there's like a person driving in like a, a pole slams through someone's chest or something like that. Yeah, that. That just does it for me. I'm Chest out. Chest injuries, huh? Yes. Uh, I can. I just feel it. Like, it just feel. Like, even now talking about it, I'm kind of grasping my chest because like, I kind like, of gotta feel that, like, pressure there. But it's not like Ew. you guys have, you know what's every year? Fucking Shark Week. It's just a thing. <laughs> so, you know what? If it's fucking July, you have to be careful if you're going to a store and it's playing in the background. Um, because I shit you not, like, um, one of my friends, po- this was back in the day with the MySpace, Posted like a shark picture on there. I fell backwards from my chair and I had to call a roommate to go and delete the post because I couldn't get up. I was so oh my God. petrified. And then when people, I don't know if you guys know, it's not like, hey, when people find out, do they find you sheep pictures? Like it's yes. the first reaction. Okay. And they the like up with sent that? me like cute goat <laughs> picture hate, yeah. videos and I'm like, fuck Exactly. Off. The minute you fuck tell off. anybody, he's like, oh, you're afraid of sharks? How about this picture? It's like... No, I, I, you don't get, oh God, yeah, just the rage, the rage. That's the first thing they want to show you. Okay, I'm okay. I'm just, oh, I need to catch my breath. <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm good. When we last left your intrepid group of adventurers and your little bear, too, you had just found the corpse of Dryden Kep, a hunter. He had a journal on him, right? He did. Did we read that? Yeah, yes. it wasn't very illuminating. That's okay. Yeah, there was, was like the bit about the doll in the hut, and there was some that crazy shit about the um, weasel. Was it a weasel? Oh, Giant weasel. Right. Oh. And we were talking about. I wrote down Baba Yaga. ferret, but I think I was wrong. Oh, was it a ferret? It, it, was, it was a, a giant weasel. weasel. Okay. I just put down ferret. In my yeah, notes. the journal mostly was uh, ramblings of a lunatic, but he did have a mention about placing some bear traps down some places, trying to catch a giant weasel. You know, that's going to spell disaster later. And then on top of that, he also mentioned, yes, the creepy doll. Oh, God. I'd like to add reanimated dolls to my list of things that I just, (laughs) I actually really don't like. I just was just reminded, oh, yeah, I avoid those kinds of movies at all costs. (laughs) I I don't like marionettes. They freak Mm. me out. Mm. A lot. All growing up, I was super, super nice to my stuffed animals in hopes that if they came alive, they would be nice to me and not kill me. <laughs> <laughs> that makes that's perfect logic. 
And your fears were vindicated with Toy Story, right? Remind me to send you guys the song. There's a little song where it's like, another creepy doll. It always follows you. It's a great song. I love it. <laughs> it uh, does sound great. <laughs> okay, so we have traps to deal with. I'm totally going to switch from my scimitar to a spear so we can poke the snow now. Seriously. Reminder, as we as we move along, Pippa's going to kind of be constantly in, in trap finding perception mode i will keep that in mind as you guys proceed further do you guys okay. want to continue down the trail that was provided on the map or do you guys want what do you guys want to do because we're trying to make it to that portal right that's our main ob- so yeah i guess like continue on should the map. we do something with the body so it's not just a dug up body in the snow that's fine it'll feed the woodland creatures is our uh, paladin cool with that it's not so much a problem for capri Okay. <laughs> Circle of life. All right. Some gods are, are pretty strict about how you treat the dead and what you do, but she she doesn't have much of a, a guidance on that. She'll say a prayer over him, certainly. She probably, she did the minute she dug him up. Yeah, no, I, I think I'm kind of with Angel on just letting the like- The woodland creatures. Natural process. Heck yeah. As you proceed deeper into the forest, you feel a cold wind blowing through the top of the ridge. Heavy snow burdens the limbs of the evergreen trees. But someone has apparently cleared the snow. A large open patch lies in front of you, and the ground is, it's kind of the carpeted ground, so you see twigs and pine needles. But yeah, it's been completely cleared of snow. Wow. Hmm. I almost want to roll in it. Like, that's like my first instinct. I'm not going to do that, though. (laughs) After a couple seconds of errant, you hear a man screaming in the distance. The screaming seems to be getting closer as each turn goes by. Oh. I'm already running after it, the sound. Yeah, let's check this out. What you see is these two giant trees. And by giant, they're medium-sized, but they are very lumbering in size. They are much taller than you are, Manette. And they have their limbs wrapped around a man on both sides. And they're pulling. And just as you arrive, they pull him in half. Ugh. Oh. And blood starts leaking out. Uh. They take it to the open area and pour the blood on the ground that they that has been cleared. I'm sorry, these are trees? Ew. Yes. These aren't those ones like the Wizard of Oz where they just throw apples. They're killing people. That's fucked up. (laughs) Oh, God. What are they called in uh, Lord of the Rings? uh, Ents. 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 There we go. But like real fucked up ents. They're fertilizing the soil with delicious blood. If somebody (laughs) wants to roll a knowledge nature, you might be able to find out more because they have not noticed you yet. Oh, very well. Oh, sweet. That would be 29. Yes, right off the bat. These are lovely trees from Erison there, Abraxas. They are frost firs. And with your 29, I'm pretty much going to give you everything. Basically, they're evil ants. Oh, shit. Called it. When they are getting ready to breed, they clear off a piece of land, and then they fertilize it with blood, and then they plant more of themselves. Let's get it all. (laughs) Sexy. Kinky bastards. (laughs) These are kinky trees. Kinky. Kinky fur. They got their kinky fur going. My notes say murder trees, exclamation point, a.k.a. horny murder trees. (laughs) Horny murder trees. (laughs) Brackets Uh, horny, question mark. I will will quietly relay the information to everybody. Do I know of any weaknesses that they have? Yes, they are immune to cold. They are immune to paralysis. They're immune to poison and polymorph and sleep and stunning. They are vulnerable to fire and they are of the cold subtype. So Manette rolls in, roll for initiative everybody i scream whisper i whisper scream (laughs) manette what did you get 13 pippa what did you get i got a 13 as well i got a 13 as well (laughs) (laughs) hey it's it's also it's october guys 13 is the (laughs) best number possible (laughs) what did odessa get so i rolled a 13 but i got a 16 but i wanted to be a part of the party just for a minute (laughs) odessa you are up Yeah, so I'm going to shoot at tree number one and see if bullets do anything against trees. (laughs) I'm going to try cold iron first. Okay. 17. A 17 will hit. Roll damage. It is a five. A bullet kind of lodges into it and it doesn't do anything. Well, shit. Okay, go figure. Abraxas, you're up. Abraxas is going to kind of stick to the tree lines and move up a good 15 feet. And he's going to use one of his druid abilities 
uh, as an Arctic druid, so he's basically at home in the snow. It's called uh, Call Cold. It's like a, a channeling burst within 30 feet of me. Both of them have to make a... The save is really low. DC 10 will save, or I could command them. Okay, let's see. Nice. Natural ones, natural wow. ones, natural ones. We have one failed and one passed. So I'm going to say the one closest to you has failed his save, and Frostfur number two has has uh, passed his save. Sweet. So um, allows me to control them for a full minute. I could command them by voice, and they understand me no matter what language I speak. So I'm going to command the one to basically defend us, even if that means attacking their companion. That ends Abraxas's turn. Pippa, you're up. Defend us. Okay, so Pippa is... Still, she's still moving. Uh, everybody, she's she's got little legs, and she's kind of hampered by the snow. Even with that, so she's uh, still kind of trying to make it to the tree line. Okay. And as she's running, she's going to be fumbling an alchemical fire flask out of her bag. And that is that is going to use up her full turn. <laughs> Minette, you're up. What are you gonna do? I'm taking my scimitar, two-handed, and moving 15 feet forward to attack. That is a 14. And that will be a hit. Um, as what kind, what type of damage does your weapon do? Slashing, piercing. Oh no, I think it's just slashing. Okay, roll me damage. 10. There's one half of the tree, you know, it has its limbs that are hands and stuff like that. You go and just slam down and just cut all the branches and just do a big gash into its arm. It looks like it's had half of its hair cut off, only it's tree. And <laughs> tree it looks pretty seriously hurt. Oh. And tree number two's turn is up, so it's going to come and slam into you uh, at the same time. <laughs> Does a nine hit you? No. I'm switching out this place. <laughs> it's already giving me shit. Okay, he goes to slam into you and just completely biffs it. He trips over the dead body that he threw on, he dropped to the ground when he did <laughs> that shit come after you and, uh, and loses his balance, but he doesn't fall or anything. He just misses in the process. And that ends his turn. Tree number one saw that your friend Abraxas's friend Manette just got attacked. He just can't have that happen. So he goes and attacks his ex-friend because ex-friends yes. don't attack your real friends. That's right. Uh, <laughs> and he rolls a critical threat. Yes. Oh my yes. god. Go my tree minion. Your characters roll like shit until they're on our team. I like that. Please continue this trend, Dustin. Oh. He does not confirm, so he just does a standard attack. And he goes and slams into him, doing max damage plus three. So he does nine points of damage to the tree. And he looks pretty haggard, um, but he is still up. And then he has to roll a reflex save because you see the sticky sap try to get basically attached to him. Uh, the sticky resin. Oh. And he fails. Or no, he, he passes his reflex save, so it does not attach to him. And that ends Frostfur number one's turn. At this point, I'm going to yell out, uh, that one is under my command, basically to let everybody know. Adessa, you're up. Okay, so she's going to move 15 feet forward because she's got half movement speed in snow. So she's going to take that 15 foot step forward and she's going to go ahead and try and shoot. She could technically shoot through Manette, right? Yep. You just yeah, take a negative right. four. Does a uh, 21 hit? That hits. Damn. Roll damage. Woo. Cool. That is max damage. That is an eight. I don't, does a tree even have a heart? But I guess if it did, your bullet has found its heart and it just goes slicing through and the tree just plants its roots into the ground and then just curls up on this gnarly look and then dies. Abraxas, it is your turn. Come to me, friend, come to me. Let's let's have a talk here. The tree lumbers up to you and he reaches out to give you a hug. No, that's just, that's fine, that's fine. Tell us what you're doing here, what's going on? What language do they talk? I'm like, I don't even know. I know they can understand me through the magic, but I don't know. Through knowledge nature, uh, you're, because you rolled so well, you know they speak um, Sylvan and oh, they speak uh, Treant, so. Um, I speak Sylvan quite fluently, so I'll switch over to their language. How long have you been in this area? What's, uh, what's going on? What do you know of this area? Hey, buddy. Uh, well, I came this way because we were offered fresh new lands to put our roots in. And um, so we, we were shown this portal and we went through and now we're here. 
Who showed you this portal? Uh, what creature? Yeah, it was just it was just a, one of the neighborhood witches. You know, they're all over the place up there. He grabs the body off the floor. You go. You want to help me fertilize the pad and be a buddy? Uh, you know, just just chill there for a bit. Oh, get it? Chill. It's a little winter humor. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's hilarious. So you know. You know, that tree over there was my wife, but, you know, I, I just don't feel that badly about it for some reason. I don't know why. You you were too good for her. I turned to everybody else and was like, do, <laughs> do we need to get any sort of information from this creature? Anything that you want to know? This whole, like, blood king thing they've got going on, I just, I can't get behind it, so I'm, I'm good. He looks over and, he, hey, here, here. He pulls out a jar from the dead guy, like a vial, scoops some things off of his body, and he passes you over this jar of resin. He's like, this stuff's really helpful, you know, I I, I love to help my friends. Oh, well, thanks. That's, that's very helpful. Why don't you go ahead and lay there in the clearing? Uh, we'll let's play a game. Why don't you just shut your eyes <laughs> and uh, count to 100? He's like, okay, good, buddy. And he turns around and he... He looks down and he put. You see, he put his giant lumbering arms over his eyes. He's like, oh, something about this just feels wrong. <laughs> I just can't kill him. He's technically not doing anything. He's wrong. not trying to hurt us or anything at the moment. I don't even know what to do. <laughs> and he starts going one, one thousand, two, one thousand. I point to that the alchemist fired to everybody and like point to the tree. Three, one thousand, four, one thousand. Five one thousand. Uh, Abraxas, it is your turn still. Oh, it's still Six, my turn. 1, oh, I seven, throw one thousand. I throw the alchemist yeah. fire. I, I'm gonna let you get like a coup de gras. So just roll damage. Oh <laughs> my god, three. Ow, that stung. Uh, continue. <laughs> just continue counting. It's fine. He's like, okay, well, it really hurts, but I, I lost count. One one thousand. Two one thousand. I feel so dirty. Pippa, it's your turn. Jeff, she's just gonna throw her alchemical fire on top of it. Roll me damage. <laughs> we're here, we're gonna try to put it out with this other jar of fire. She's gonna take her uh, alchemical fire flask, throw it onto the tree, and all the while she's gonna be saying like, I'm sorry about this. I feel a little bad. They did just rip a guy in half. <laughs> oh, oh that's Yes, so they great. did just rip a guy, but it's just like, it's just something in, something in Pippa, this is just against her nature to take out something while it's down. She's uncomfortable with this. Yeah. She's good at, like, killing things that are trying to kill her. Is she? Well, I mean, she's not good at it, but she's comfortable with it, I guess. Like, <laughs> yeah, Manette's not is, happy with this at all. She's a little shaky, but she also sought rip a guy in half. So she uh, did four four points of damage to it. Okay. Uh, keep going. <laughs> He's like, 21,000. Manette, you're up. You can count silently. Please let him stand up and defend right. himself. I, this is against... All, all right. laws of nature and good. All right, very well. I'm, I'm feeling a little... All right, all right, uh, yeah. all right, creature. Defend yourself the best you're able. I'm, I'm still attacking two-handed, so that's a 19. Damage on that is eight. Yeah, he's he's looking pretty hurt, but he's still up. You basically took the sword and kind of slashed across his mouth, but he, he goes and attacks you accordingly because you were the one that attacked him. And critical threat. Uh, but he rolls a one. <laughs> I cannot oh, confirm. Geez. No confirmed Dustin is now. Apparently Abby's curse is transferred onto me. Uh, <laughs> so you take a whole four points of damage and you need to roll me a reflex save. That is a, uh, that's a 12. You did not pass your reflex save. <laughs> but your honor's attacked. Remember Ghostbusters when Slimer like flies through oh, somebody God. and he's like, you've been slimed? Ew. It's like that, only it's with a sticky, sappy resin, oh, which actually makes you take a negative two on all attack rolls and a negative two penalty to try to escape. Odessa sees this in the back and she's like, oh, no, 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 that looks terrible. You're no. like dripping in the stuff. Uh. Odessa, it's your turn. Odessa like looks over to Pippin and is like, I really hope you have a way to get that out of fabric. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> okay, she's gonna um, try to shoot the angry tree guy. She's is just kind of hoping maybe if she can put him out of his misery, she can help. Um, but she does not hit unless uh, she hits him with a five. That is a garbage roll, so Noah does. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so. It is Abraxas' turn, so he's going to take fire damage from his thing, and and all of a sudden the flame just, like, the sap gets released enough, it catches on the fire, and he just lights up. 
Like, have you ever seen a Christmas tree catch fire in a movie or something? It looks like that, basically. The, the <laughs> Did you guys not light your own Christmas trees on fire? Is that just me? <laughs> uh, from National Lampoon. Typical. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tradition. So it just goes, it goes poof, and like all the all the leaves. Well, it's not leaves; it's pine pine needles. Uh, they all just evaporate on his body, and he just looks like the husk of a once was tree, um, and he is dead. You have killed the frostfurs. That Yikes. was unsettling. Am, am I still stuck in the sap and am I on fire? You are not on fire, but you are stuck in sap. In fact, you can barely move right now, so you might need some help from some friends. Oh. Yeah. How do you <laughs> how do you how, how do you someone? undo that? <laughs> I'm just I would just like to point out that there has been a lot of fluids in this episode and I'm That's really true. uncomfortable with it. <laughs> it's Halloween. <laughs> It's Halloween time. <laughs> it's time for evil trees and strange fluids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that Abraxas knows from his knowledge of nature how to get the sap Okay, off. I was about to say, is there some sort of natural remedy to this? Instead of, what's that orange soap? What's that thing that you actually use? Yeah, sap, like or- orange. orange glow. WD-40. Yeah, it has the grits in it. <laughs> <laughs> that resin is highly coveted by people to make Tanglefoot bags. Like alchemists? Yes. Ooh, okay. Ooh, fun. Um, so that weird resin stuff, do you think maybe I could hold on to that? Yeah, here you go. Help yourself. Perfect. Thank you. As the trail begins to descend from the ridge above, you see bloody animal tracks littering the path before it. A quick survey of the land reveals a bear trap has been sprung. Abraxas, you identified the tracks earlier, so you can tell, although he seems to have long gone moved from this area. Be on the watch. Uh, wounded animals can be a bit unpredictable. Why don't you roll me your uh, perception there, Pippa? 18? 18. Oh, yeah. You, with no problem, because you knew they were there because you read in the journal. You see one trap here and one trap, like, in this area. Okay, so I, I let them know where the traps are. I relay the information to the party. I'm going to set them off so they're not a danger to the other woodland creatures. Do the Good thing call. where you, like, throw a rock at it. Shabang! <laughs> uh, so you have set the traps, and there are two bear traps sitting there. Do you guys want to take the bear traps? Because I sure. feel like that shit is going to come in handy later. Yeah. Yep, probably. Pippa's, Pippa's just going to... I think it's probably make more sense if they just kind of... Pippa would throw some stones mm-hmm. into the trap. Okay. Uh, so you go ahead and do that and uh, you've disabled the traps. Okay. I have a good feeling about these. About the bear traps? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they'll be good to like set out around camps. That That's we what I was saying. Like we're... if we're sleeping in a cave, we can just set them up by the front. Let's hope none of you guys are sleepwalkers. Oh, Christ. <laughs> we all have to tie ourselves together when we go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys continue upon the trail and then you find this odd kind of situation. You see more than a dozen boulder-sized chunks of ice littering the clearing ahead, and a strange hut sits perched on a tree trunk atop a raised mound of snow-covered earth. Oh my god, does it look like to Abraxas, like a witchy hut? It looks like a hut. I'm still nervous. It's it's pretty far away. You can't see much. Like for instance, there's a bush. There's a bush kind of cover hiding part of it. And honestly, these boulders are massive. Like oh, okay. it's you you kind of see it because you're up in a high spot, but and it's up high, but you can't see like too much of it. Okay. Do I detect evil? You do not detect evil. Okay. Yeah, I was just about to say. I think uh, mm-hmm. Pippa would probably take this opportunity to try to sneak up a little closer. Do you need any backup? I'll move much more quietly on my own. Believe me, if something happens, I'll scream. You come running. So, Pippa, you move forward. Pippa, hold the blessings of the forest upon you. I basically cast resistance, increasing all your saves by one to all saves. Yes. Yes, and may Kepri guide you. And I touch her and she has plus two to AC. Woohoo, you're such a go, girl. Uh, what would I do without both of you? Both of y'all? I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> so roll me a stealth check there, Pippa, and also roll me a perception check. So the stealth check is a 24 and an 18 on the perception. Pippa, as you focus more, you see a shivering young Olfin girl standing in the boulders. Has she seen me? She has not. She's just sitting there. And in fact, you kind of hear her crying a little bit. Aww. Yeah, uh, at, the, at this point out here, 
kind of so far away from everything that they've already done and having already kind of bumped into a few creatures that weren't what they seemed, Pippa is pretty suspicious of this. So she is going to skirt around. Is there anything the girl is crying about specifically or? You just hear her kind of mumbling to herself and crying and she seems to be very cold. She's really shivering. She's not wearing an abundance of clothes. She's wearing enough where she would be okay, but it wouldn't be like enough to keep her safe in this kind of weather. Can Pippa still see the party behind her? Yeah, they're only about 15 feet behind you. She's gonna look back put a finger to her lips and then motion forward. I will move over there as silently as I can, keeping low to the ground. I will also be as quiet as possible and get next to She's not detecting evil, so. You hear her crying kind of get turned in from like a little sniffling to like sobs. Uh, yeah, Odessa can't handle this. Odessa's <laughs> gonna go up. Like All Pippa's right. gonna kind of snatch at her, like try to snatch at her coat as she walks by. So if Odessa's going to do that, Pippa's going to sneak around to the opposite side of this boulder and get her crossbow out of her bag. I'm sorry, how old is this girl? I'd say she's like probably 11, 12. Oh, I have also definitely approached then. Hey, hon. Um... Uh, as you say that, the girl jumps with a surprise and quickly darts further down the ice. Hey, wait, come back. We just want to help. I have a cute teddy bear. <laughs> Uh, and she she's kind of run, but you hear her sobbing again. Pippa comes up next to Odessa and just hisses up at her. This is an obvious trap. She doesn't care. She's going to keep going because that's a little girl in the snow. I go to where the girl was last sitting and then smell. Yeah, right where she was. Come on. Where her butt was. Was her butt was. Hey. So that's a strong smell. <laughs> you actually look and there are no physical tracks. Odessa. Odessa, you see the little girl crying uh, and her hands are in her face. <laughs> She's very frightened. I think this thing's a spirit of some type. Okay, so she's going to walk up to her very slowly and say, I'm sorry I startled you. I just want to see if you're okay. Are you okay? I'm sorry. Don't hurt me. I never meant to call you names. Um, roll me a diplomacy check. <laughs> One of my stronger suits. All right, give me a second. I gotta... Yeah, I totally let Pippa know. It's like, this thing's a spirit of some kind. It's not physically here. Yeah, my man, that is a 21. <laughs> you can ask her one question. I mean, Odessa thinks it's a real little girl. So what question would she realistically ask a real lost, scared little girl? So she's going to crouch, move up a little closer. How did you get out here? You all, you all took, took me. me. Why did you take, 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 take my, my mom? mom. mom. And she runs away again. Wait, no, we can get you back to your mom. We didn't take you. Come back. Are you sure I'm not detecting evil? You are not detecting evil. Alright, I'm still following her and we're we're just we're just oh God, wielding right. through the boulders together. She's not evil. I'm thinking she's probably a ghost. But uh I am thinking she's a ghost. Odessa is very clearly thinking there is a sad, scared little frozen girl out in the middle of nowhere next to what is potentially a witch's hut and she would like to save her. Please, Please don't, don't keep, keep me here. here. It's, it's so cold. cold. I, I miss my mother. mother. Oh God. Odessa's heart is breaking. Jim is just smacking her on the head. Help her. Pippa is running across the snow as fast as her teeny tiny legs can carry her, but it's not going to be fast enough. Roll me a diplomacy check, Odessa. Uh, this one is not as good, but it is still an 18. Ask her a question. Hey, so I don't mean to keep scaring you off, but what's your name? Maybe we can help you get you back to your mom. You look up and you see a tear and she wipes it away real quick. My name is, is, is Thora Pe Pesca. And she disappears. Pippa, you hear the crying niffling behind you. So Pippa just whirls around and is now leveling her loaded crossbow at the place that she hears the crying coming from. What does she see? She just sees the girl. She's still crying. She's looking at you. Did they capture you too? I hope they don't keep me here. It's so cold. I miss my mother. I wonder if she thinks you're a kid. Who took you from your parents, child? Roll me a diplomacy check there, Abraxas. Oh, yeah, no problem. Oh, that's a nine. 
Hey, young child. I need everyone to roll me a will save. Of course you do. Oh, damn it, rainbow dice. <laughs> okay, Pippa got a 21. Okay. Eight. Gosh, Adessa? Uh, 17. Also 17. Well, isn't this the twinsy roll day? Ah. I love it. <laughs> Abraxas, you get an overcoming dread and fear just envelop you. Yeah, how am I always like feared? <laughs> Cause you're a puppy. I'm like a rope. He's a good puppy. Roro. So scared. <laughs> Pippa, you witness this young girl in obvious pain. For some reason, it doesn't seem to affect you like the others. It's Cause I'm suspicious as fuck. For you, it's a chill of the wind. And then you feel something akin to kind of what you got when you had the chillbane shake. But then your hands begin to glow and get brighter. It almost feels like a dream. It's a room of pure white light. As you look around, you only see one item in the room, a mirror. This is bad, bad, bad news. Yeah, I mean, is it just like floating in air? Is it like a standing mirror? Or? It's just a standing mirror. Do you want to look at it a little closer? Sure. <laughs> Looking at the mirror, you instantly identify it as the one your mom had in her room when you were a kid. Your dad had it made special for your mom. A beautiful cherry frame with inlaid silver and gold strands twirling around each other. It encompasses the entire circumference of the tall mirror. Um, well, at least tall for a halfling. A halfling? Uh, <laughs> in, in it, you see yourself as a small child dressed up in one of your mom's beautiful dresses. You are drowning in it because it's way too big for you. You are also wearing one of your mother's fine hats for when she goes to the races with father. You smile on the fond memory, but then the mirror flashes out and flashes again to a dark night. The mirror shows your mother sitting at the vanity next to the mirror, brushing her hair and getting ready for bed. She goes to remove the comb that you wear yourself, but a hand stops her. A tall woman in wizard ropes now stands behind her. I'll take that, she says to your mom. The woman puts a hand against the halfling's back and fires three shots of magical energy from her hand. The force of the magic causes the front of her body to burst forward and blood shoots everywhere, including on the mirror. The mirror fades to black to a reflection of you, although it's not a direct reflection of you. The reflection snarls and smiles, a big toothy grin dark black bags underneath your doppelganger's eyes and the eyes themselves seem to crackle with power. Pippa, I need you to roll me a fortitude save. That's a, a 16. You feel in the thrall of this mirror, like pulling you in, but you're able to resist it. Does she still have her crossbow? She does not have her crossbow. In fact, you look down and you're wearing a long white flowing dress. I don't know. Like, I just, I just don't know how she'd be feeling. Like, she's never seen that. That she had some idea of how her mother died, but she'd never, obviously never witnessed it and hadn't, she hadn't been there when it happened. So she's just reeling from this. She wants to get the fuck away from this mirror. She wants to get out of this white light. She doesn't know where her friends are. She, and uh, she's going to take her teeny little fists <laughs> and smash them on the mirror. The, the pressure is not enough to break the glass, but it is enough to tip the, the front the entire mirror, and the mirror falls down. Uh, it breaks into what must be a hundred broken pieces. For an instance, you see the dark reflection in each of those little tiny shards, but then they disappear. Odessa, Manette, Abraxas, you see Pippa just standing there, almost catatonic. Oh. Fuck. Okay. Uh, can I do a heel check on her? Roll, please roll for a heel check. <laughs> 10. 10. Uh, she seems fine. She just seems like out of it for a second. Okay. Odessa is got plenty of movement to like run over to her, put her hand on her shoulder and lightly, like gently shake her. Odessa, as you shake her, her eyes just pop open suddenly. I need you all to roll me a reflex save. 7. 20. 11. Who had the 20? Me. Pippa? You come to re back to reality to see the snow and ice blocks in a 30 feet radius have melted and evaporated with you at the epicenter. Everyone is knocked prone except for Odessa, which somehow dodged it. You see the small girl and she says, I have, I have to get, get away, away and you should too. Before they, they see you, you run. run. And she disappears. Odessa, since you uh, actually are standing, roll me a perception check. 19. 
So you and Pippa have been together for a, a long time now. It's only been a couple months, but you pretty much are together all the time. So she's almost like, you know, I would say family at this point, probably, or very close to it. Right, well, and out of everybody on the team, Pippa and I have been together mm -hmm. the longest. You have always noticed that beautiful comb she has in her hair, but you notice something different. One of the five diamonds has turned into a ruby, a dark red ruby. And Pippa's, like, awake? Yep. Okay. But she's she's not moving around too much. She still seems a little far away, and okay. uh, she's she's probably crying a little bit um, and trying to rein that in. Odessa's gonna kneel down next to you and take her sleeve, her like big pimp coat fur sleeve, and try and wipe your tears away. And you know it it's gonna be okay. I I don't know what just happened, but um, the diamond in your comb. Just one of them turned into a, a ruby, and you kind of just created a crater. Do you want to hold Jim for a minute? That always helps me. <laughs> Pulls Jim down and, like, offers it forward. Like, this seems like a moment. <laughs> Pippa seems to kind of snap out of whatever reverie she'd been in, and just because she's still holding her crossbow. Right. I don't think there's time. Where'd the girl go? She just vanished. She told us all to run, and then she vanished. Are you okay? Are you all all right? You fell. Well, yeah, you we're fell fine, down. little Miss Fugstein. You're the only yes, one I'm that like went all crazy. Are you all right? No. <laughs> That's okay. Definitely not. Well, uh, all right. So we should uh, yeah. go somewhere to regroup. We don't have to go forward. No, we need to figure out. We've got to. Got to keep moving. We got. We got a mission, and. And I'll definitely hold Jim later. <laughs> oh, okay. Just let me know. He's very cuddly. <laughs> Thank you. I might need some cuddling before this is over. A lot of it. <laughs> but let's... We got we got something to do. You want some alcohol? I got that too. Yes, please. Absolutely. Yeah, I like pull that out of my bag and I just annoyed look <laughs> at it and then I hand it to Pippa. She takes a massive swig. I would like to do a knowledge religion check because I'm curious if I would know what this is because from that. This is not a knowledge religion check. If you want to knowledge arcane, you could try to roll. I don't have that. I'm the recast resistance on her just in case. <laughs> it only lasts a minute. Might as well have it be as long as I can. As you're doing that, you hear a <laughs> like a little girl's laugh coming from the hut. Oh. Hmm. That little bitch. <laughs> I really don't think it's the same kid, guys. I think it very well may be. I guess neither of us will find out until we're there. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Pippa just starts stomping off. <laughs> stomping off like away towards, from the, towards, towards the, hut. the hut. Well, I think you have to go around this. Okay, so what I'm seeing is that the cabin is on top of some sort of like plateau of snow. So we wouldn't be able to go straight at it we would almost have to like go around the side right is that what i'm seeing no it's it's more of a hill those lines were added i think to give it the idea it's going up kind oh, of okay. okay as you approach i'm gonna say looking around you see us the small hut stands on four legs a single tree trunk whose gnarled roots look like the toes of a giant chicken the hut is constructed of heavy logs with a patchwork roof of shaved bark shingles. Inside the hut is an open doorway. You see a small figure in the entryway. I remember something about this in that journal. Um, new idea. What if we all just throw our remaining alchemist fire at it and leave? Yes, yes. I love this plan. Real quick, you know what I'm going to say. Detect evil? Okay, so yes, you do detect the small little point of evil in the um, inside. I give everybody the thumbs up for burning it down then. I'm like, yep, it's evil, light it up. <laughs> You've noticed like, that Abraxas has gone like pale, pale. I mean, he's Olfin, so it's not like he's like... When you guys when you guys look again to look at the small figure, it disappears. Burn it. Oh, yeah, I um, hate that. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Pippa says to Abraxas, this would be uh, one of uh, Baba Yaga's huts, would it? I, 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 he's like totally like freaking out because this really is his bedtime, like boogeyman stories. I, I, I think so. Well, and it's amplified because he's feared. Oh, am I actually yeah. feared? Like a condition? Y yeah. Oh, I can't remove it yet. 
It's it's like a minute, so it will it will fade pretty quickly. Although this probably keeps it going. Oh, the, no, yeah, he, yeah, this is like this is it. He did not. His literal words. When nightmare. the hut was mentioned in the journal, he was already like thinking back of that nursery rhyme about the huts, and now he's full on gripping his spear, clenching it like white knuckling it. Pippa puts a bracing hand on his knee, and says with a kind of steely determination of her own, push her own feelings down at this moment, says like, we're going to destroy it. And we will see you next week where you are all third level. <gasps> oh, oh my god, god. Yes. I was gonna be so mad for I'm a minute so but about the cliffhanger, but now I'm just elated. I was like, okay, <laughs> seriously, right now is where we're, I'm fine with it now. The Fantastic Worlds podcast is a Fantastic Pods production. I would like to thank Amy Hankinson for writing our wonderful theme song, Sirenscape for use of their sound effects and music, Paizo for the wonderful Reign of Winter Adventure Path, and all of you listeners. Until next time, I am Dustin Alexander, and you can reach me on Twitter at Dustin Alexander. You can follow me, Abby, on Twitter at Bonanza Famine. This is Angel. You can follow me at Espinoza916. That's E-S-P-I-N-O-Z-A-916. This is Kay, and you can follow me at She's Lady Macbeth. And I'm Jessica, and you can follow me at Hank the Clank. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, I hope you have many fantastic adventures. Sometimes I think about drawing fake eyebrows on Muda with like an eyebrow pencil. Please. <laughs> like a mustache. She's just staring at me and we're paused and I'm just like. I think it's important think that about you do that. that. I think, it, think it's very important that you do that at some I point. <laughs> but like really bad eyebrows.